Hello, and welcome to Ballistic Performance Radio. This is your one-stop shop for all things nutrition, fitness, and mindset. Our goal is to help you make fitness and nutrition a part of your life, not your whole life. We discuss a variety of topics, including faith, self-awareness, sustainability and consistency, training programs, grocery store navigation, and how to enjoy your favorite foods without guilt or remorse. There is a lot of noise out there in the world of health and fitness, so we're here to provide real, reliable, and practical answers and recommendations that will keep you moving forward on your journey. My wife Ashley and I are your hosts, and please do not hesitate to reach out on social media to say hello, ask questions, or comment on this week's episode. So without further ado, let's get into the podcast. Right, welcome back. This is episode 161, and today we are talking about alternatives to the snatch. Now, if you're listening to this channel, there's a very good chance that at one point you were a fire-breathing, Kool-Aid-drinking, just fucking balls-to-the-wall crossfitter, or maybe you're still that person, but it's finally starting to catch up with you. Regardless of which camp you fall into, whether you're still in that world or you're escaping that world, you're familiar with the snatch. The snatch is one of the Olympic lifts, the other being the clean and jerk. Simply put, the snatch is moving an object from the ground to a position of support overhead in one fluid motion. Now, the snatch trains and develops various components of fitness primarily the skill-related components like speed, power, coordination, balance, and accuracy. It also teaches and reinforces this concept of core-to-extremity muscle recruitment, meaning the core of your body, your abdominal muscles, your hips, that's generating the momentum first, and then it's radiating from there into your outer musculature, like your arms, etc. Now, that concept is really important when it comes to just functional fitness and practical applications of functional fitness because our hips and our core, that center of our body, has the ability to generate and express a lot more force than our extremities. So if we can start there and then have it radiate to the rest of our body, we can be much more efficient and proficient at tasks. Now the snatch also requires a full range of motion at the shoulder, the hips, the ankles, and the knees. So it requires a lot of mobility and flexibility across those joints, and it demands stability and control in the overhead position, especially when you're receiving the bar in a full squat, or what would be the bottom of an overhead squat. This movement, the snatch, takes a lifetime to perfect, hence why it's in the sport of Olympic weightlifting, which is an Olympic sport. <laughs> People spend their entire lives trying to perfect this movement so that they can win a world championship and win an Olympic medal. Now, taking it back to the world of high-intensity functional fitness, the snatch is programmed a lot, from light and fast to and high-volume training to heavy days and one-rep maxes. 
the Snatch rears its ugly ass head quite a bit in the programming. Now, because of this, you've likely devoted countless hours of time, energy, effort, everything possible to master this lift. You've likely practiced with uh, broomsticks, PVC pipes. You've probably downloaded or paid for every program from Bergner to Catalyst and any other big name across the industry. You've probably filmed hundreds, if not thousands of attempts and watched every single YouTube video that's out there. Yet, in despite of all of that, the snatch still drives you insane. You hate seeing it in the program. You hate performing the exercise. You can never get low enough in the receiving position. You struggle to lock out your elbows on the catch. Your shoulders are always aching the next day. The list goes on and on and on, right? You might not fall within all of those uh, situations that I just described, but you likely have some kind of bad relationship or something that irritates you about the snatch. You've probably asked yourself on more than one occasion, is it even worth it? Is the snatch worth it? Do I have to do it? We're here to provide that answer. And that answer is no. You do not have to snatch. I know, mind-blowing. How is it possible that you don't have to snatch? It is one of the primary pillars of functional fitness. It is what's required to be the fittest possible human. Is it really, though? Is it really? Is, this, is the snatch actually a requirement to be fit or achieve your goals? No, it's not. If you hate snatching, stop snatching. There are dozens of alternatives that provide the same benefits without the complexity and the frustration, right? The snatch isn't making you a better human outside the gym. It's just not. So if we go back to what we said at the top of the episode in regards to what the snatch train and develops, like power, speed, coordination, balance, accuracy, as well as like the core to extremity pieces that we mentioned, shoulder stability, midline strength, if we look at all of those things and we consider all of those, we need to ensure that the alternatives we select also provide those same benefits or that same stimulus, that they target the same factors. So here are four alternatives that you can start doing in place of the snatch that target those same factors that we just discussed. Number one is the kettlebell swing. Now the kettlebell swing may seem extremely basic relative to the snatch, but it still requires violent hip extension, similar to the snatch, that helps you develop power, and requires core to extremity muscle recruitment. So that's our first alternative, the kettlebell swing, which is a hell of a lot less complicated than the snatch. And I'm not talking about the full overhead kettlebell swing, like the American style. You can do that if you like, but you get all of those same benefits just from the Russian swing. Number two, second alternative, the push press. And again, it's your second alternative for these reasons. It requires aggressive and violent hip extension, trains and develops power output, and requires core to extremity muscle recruitment. Not to mention the fact that when the bar's overhead, you do have to have shoulder stability and midline control or strength. So that's number two. Number three is the single arm hang muscle snatch. Again, requires hip extension, trains and develops power, 
requires coordination, requires speed, and also requires core to extremity muscle recruitment. So if you can see this pattern starting to develop, all of these movements target essentially the same components. So that was number three. And number four is the single arm dumbbell push jerk. Not, a, not only does it train and develop all of the factors that we've already discussed with the other three alternatives, but it also requires accuracy because we have to make sure that when we push ourselves under that dumbbell into that receiving position, that the dumbbell is in an in a accurate position in which we can formulate, or formulate's not the right word, but that we can move into a position of support without compromising the integrity of our shoulder. So those are your four alternatives. The kettlebell swing, the push press, single arm hang muscle snatch, and the single arm push jerk, both of which can be performed with those last two with dumbbells or kettlebells. Now, granted, not every exercise that we just listed hits every factor or component of fitness that the snatch trains and develops, but they do cover the majority of those pieces and they're significantly less complicated and demanding than the snatch. It's also important to note that this is not a comprehensive list by any means. There are dozens of alternatives that you can mix into your training. The point is that you have options. You have a lot of options. You don't have to snatch if you don't want to. You don't have to snatch if it hurts. You don't have to snatch to get fitter or achieve your goals. I know that might sound crazy and it might hurt your feelings if you're still in that world, but you just don't. It's just the facts. The snatch is sexy, but it doesn't make you sexy. It doesn't actually make life outside the gym any better because life doesn't demand that specific movement pattern from you. You can train that movement pattern or very close to it through a lot of those other alternatives. So moral of the story, it's okay to modify. Modify, scale, progress, regress, whatever it takes, find what's best for you and stick with it. Hopefully, this episode brought some kind of value. It provided you with something that you can take and implement into your journey. And if you enjoy what you hear, not only in this episode, but across this channel, please do us a favor and share this with either your family member, a friend, co-worker, training partner, anyone whom it could benefit. As always, we appreciate you so much for tuning in and we hope you have a fantastic week. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Whether this is your first time tuning in or if you're here with us each and every week, Ash and I just want to take a moment to express our thanks and gratitude. We are so incredibly blessed to have your support and we could not continue to show up week in and week out if it were not for you. If you enjoy what you hear in this channel, please head over to Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star rating, leave a review in there as well. That is how we reach more people and change more lives through the platform. Lastly, if you don't follow us across all of our other social media accounts, you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube. Our handles are either ballistic.performance or ballistic performance across all of those platforms. Or you can check us out online at trainballistic.com. Again, we appreciate and love you so much, and we hope you have a fantastic week.